You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to help you plan that unbelievable travel experience. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, excursions, and more in one place. There are over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from, so you can find something for everyone. And Viator offers free cancellation and 24-7 customer support for worry-free travel. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator. All right, we got breaking late night news here. It would appear that the Chiefs have agreed to trade D Ford to the San Francisco 49ers for, get this, Pete, not a 2019 second round draft pick, a 2020 second round draft pick. And it sounds like, courtesy of Josina Anderson, that D Ford is about to get paid five years, $87.5 million. We'll check out for the guarantees, but I'm guessing it's $55, $60 million. I'm assuming a lot of that is going to be guaranteed. I'm joined by my guy, Pete Sweeney, the Plaid Prince of Arrowhead Pride. He's actually physically in front of me today and not over the phone. Yeah, we're going to end up putting this on the Arrowhead Pride podcast channel as well, breaking down the craziest night I think I can remember in the NFL in a long time. It's the day before the league year, league year eve, and D Ford is heading to the San Francisco 49ers, and it isn't all that surprising. I don't think the Chiefs were ever going to give him that deal, given his back and his injury history, so on and so forth, uh, this past uh, few years here. He had a great year in 2019, but I guess what mattered to the Chiefs in the long run was the $15.44 million worth of cap space that is now freed up, and we'll see what they end up doing with that money either by the end of the night or in the coming days. There's so much stuff to talk about with this deal. I don't know what you got busy. I know you're working on blog stuff, but I'm going to keep you for a while here. There has to be a bigger play here. There has to be a bigger play because I think this move is very clearly, if you want very surface-level breakdown of this move, the Chiefs told you that the $15.44 million is greater than the draft pick compensation in 2019. In an all-in year in which you're trying to win the Super Bowl, they are telling you that they have a bigger plan for the $15 million than we can see right now. I'm not going to lie to you guys. I don't know what the plan is currently, but that I think that's what you have to take from this is they think that the $15 million in cap space and the and the player they're about to acquire for the $15 million is greater than D4. That has to be the takeaway from this. Yeah, and I... I... I wonder what the next piece is. And and that's the tough thing, I think, about free agency and all speculation season. The main thing, too, is the league year hasn't started yet, so none of these deals become official. And with that being in mind, like you can't hear from the GM or the head coach, so on and so forth, until some of these deals become official. So you wonder why in a million years they would trade Justin Houston and D Ford this offseason. I don't think any of us really predicted that. Again, we won't get to hear from the team. But we're looking at all these deals from the outside looking in, so we can only evaluate them one at a time. There's a blueprint somewhere here, and we're only seeing a line or two that we don't see the big picture, and that's what's the confusion part right now. This is the one time I'll agree with everybody in the aggressiveness of Brett Veach. This is a super aggressive move. Now, you might disagree when it comes to the defense and say sacks are a little bit overrated. They traded their best consistent pass rusher. I like Chris Jones, really good player, but I think we can identify it's tough to get consistent pressure from where he lines up on the field that I'm not anticipating him to have a same year when it comes to sacks. 
You just traded 14 sacks off your team. You cut nine sacks off your team with Justin Houston. They're telling you that they have some other plan to get pressure on the quarterback when it comes to it. Because right now I'm looking at it. I'm looking at Breland Speaks. I'm looking at Tano Passigno. I legitimately don't know, aside from Chris Jones, who on this team you can trust to get to the quarterback. They've taken an incredible gamble. Now they must love somebody in the draft, or they got some bigger plan when it comes to free agency. But they have just taken a huge dice roll on getting to the quarterback next season. Yeah, and Brett Veach is aggressive, and I, I wonder what that plan is. And you think about the fact that they didn't have a first-rounder last year. That kind of handcuffs you when it comes to moves that you can make because if you have no first-rounder, it is really, really hard to trade up into the first round. So this year they have the first-rounder and the two second-rounders, so you wonder if they maybe combine a first-rounder and one of the second-rounders to move up in the first round to take an edge rusher, and this is a pretty good edge rusher draft. So there could be a guy like a Mahomes or someone like it that Brett Veach really loves that he thinks maybe could be in the 15s, 16 set, you know, and can make a deal on draft day to go and get this guy. And there is free agency. There's a lot of names out there still in the market. I start to wonder now, do they free up the money for Le'Veon Bell? It's a question, and I, I don't think that that's the case, but you can't rule anything out right now. If that if the move that they made for D Ford is not to drastically improve the defense, I'll be upset. Because right now, going back on social media, you and I are both on social media. We're both kind of working on other things right now. If we're talking about the very surface level when it comes to the deal of the Chiefs came out ahead in this. We agree. Best case scenario is if they choose to just let D4 walk in free agency. They say, we're not going to franchise tag you. We're happy for you. You go choose what team you want to go to. You go get the bag. And then he signs the same contract with the San Francisco 49ers. Best case scenario is you get a compensatory third-round pick. So they came out ahead of that baseline. But that's not how I'm judging them. I'm judging them on is what you get in return or how you use the resource of, whether it's cap space, draft pick, whatever, is that better for your team in 2019 and win the Super Bowl? And that part right now is unanswered. If they use this $15 million to go get Ronald Darby as a cornerback, all right, now we have it. Piece for piece. They think that Darby can help them more in 2019. But right now, it is just very uncertain how they plan on spending that 15. But that $15 million has to be used for this year's team. It has to be a significant piece for the 2019 team. And they're confident in their evaluations. Like, I, I look at Brett Veach, and you see the way he acts, I think, uh, when it comes to press conference, so on and so forth. There's a little bit of cockiness to him. So I think maybe he values players, and maybe some guys are getting looked, and maybe that money can be split ar- among three or four guys. Maybe they go and get an offensive piece. In the NFL scouting combine, you had CBS Sports' Jason Lackanfora saying the Chiefs were trying to maybe go for an offensive piece. I don't think we've seen the whole picture here. It is dangerous. I think it's a little dangerous in the sense that these moves are so aggressive and they're so radical, like getting rid, as you said, of all those sacks and D. Ford and Justin Houston, where they're setting themselves up for is if this defense isn't better than last year, and I'm talking about, like significantly better. Like I, I, they were they were in the low 30s last year. If we're still in the 25, 26, 27 range, and they all made all these aggressive moves, and it holds the Chiefs back, and they lose an AFC title game to the Patriots, the Colts, the Browns, who were suddenly the power team of the NFL in the AFC title game, it's going to be unacceptable for Chiefs fans. I would, I'm surprised by this is, and I started noticing it more and more, it seems like the Chiefs were willing to walk back compensation or maybe the media reports were too zealous in what we thought they were going to get. I remember at the very beginning of this thinking that they were going to get Green Bay's 30th overall pick. 
That's what I remember thinking at the very beginning of this, I, is that the pick they were going to get. That, man, you're telling me they didn't get a draft pick this year. It's not like they got San Francisco's second-round draft pick this year. I'd be all for that. I mean, I, I wouldn't like it as much because I want to have the 14 right. sacks, but that would, be, that would at least make sense to me. They didn't get a third-round pick this year, a high third. They got a next-year second-round draft pick. It tells me that they just – that. They don't like D Ford's fit, and they were ready to move on from him and find something else. I think it's also, too, there's no coincidence that just a few days ago, the Green Bay Packers were interested in D Ford as well, and they went and signed two edge rushers this morning, two of the top five guys on the market, so they kind of lessened their need for D Ford. So really, if you're kind of going by the smoke, there was only one team that they could truly make a move with, and it was the San Francisco 49ers. And when you're a little bit desperate there, and there's, you're finally down to your last team, things speed up. And maybe the 49ers flat out weren't willing to give a second rounder this year, a draft pick this year of any sort, and they said, here's what we'll do for you. We'll give you a second rounder, we'll move it to next year, and that's all you can get. And maybe they were out of suitors. I also wonder, I, I guess what that is, I wonder if the draft pick compensation had kind of dried up because... We right. thought there were two teams in it. Green Bay, I think pretty obviously at the beginning of the day, were like, you know, we're out on D. Ford. We're going to go in a different direction. The only two teams we had heard really linked to right. D. Ford were the Niners and the Packers. The Packers eliminated themselves today. Maybe then San Francisco's like, hey, we want it. Hey, we were going to offer you this, but now, hey, you either got to have them back on your roster at the, at the 15-5 or take this pick and, and, and get the money off your books. We know that's what you're trying to do. Maybe they back the Chiefs into a corner just a little bit. Yeah, and it isn't the exact same as fantasy football, but you can relate it to it. I mean, we all play fantasy football. We all enjoy it. We, we hang out with our buddies. I mean, not everyone does it, but to paint the picture for you, you sort of shop guys. You try to talk to your friend Steve and your friend Bill and say, hey, Steve, I'll give you this guy, and then you say, hey, he's willing to accept this to your, your other friend Bill. When Bill's no longer interested and all you got is Steve, you kind of got to take whatever they're offering. And it's the same thing, I think, in the NFL. They were they were out of the partnership with, or I'm sorry, they were out of the trade talks with the Green Bay Packers. The San Francisco 49ers felt like probably the only team. The Chiefs were not going to give D4 a five-year deal for all that money. So they had to accept whatever the San Francisco 49ers offered and it ended up being the second round pick next year. I, again, I think maybe there were um, some mistakes potentially that Brett Feach made. That is a lot of speculation. But again, there's no way the Packers were still interested after signing two uh, edge rushers this morning. Because I'm reading a tweet right now from Chase Snyder. You probably follow him at Chasing Snyder, and he put 15 million just got freed up in cap space. A second round pick was uh, a second round pick was just brought back, and some of you are pissed for a guy who finally broke free in a contract year. You guys okay? I think that people are missing it. Right. My issue right now is you have to convince me as a Chiefs fan. You have to convince me as someone that watches the Chiefs. For what you are going to have in 2019, did you get better by making the move? So we agree at some point there has to be a $15 million move or two $8 million moves that we can say you would not have been able to do this without creating the cap space for D Ford is option X better than D Ford. That's the answer we got to get. In theory, if you were telling me that you're moving on from D Ford and you and you got CJ Mosley today, that makes a lot of sense to me. Sure. But I just got to see what that next move is. If you go get Darby and you go get a big time corner, you got Tyron Matthew, and you're telling me you're going to figure out pass rush in the draft. Okay, we'll see what it works. I still got my questions, but I think the biggest I don't know if problem right now in the whole thing is we know what Plan A is. 
it was clear from the beginning. I think ever since they franchise tag D Ford, they were trying to get him off the roster. Plan B now has to be is do you trust the Chiefs to spend the $15.4 million wisely? And I think that's the biggest question. And again, that goes back to what we talked about at the beginning of this. We don't see the Chiefs' long-term plan in this, and long-term meaning for the offseason. I don't mean in like the next year or so. I mean just for this offseason. And I think that's the biggest question that people have. Okay, you lost now, D. Ford. You lost Justin Houston. What is going to happen with this defense? Because, again, you can't just assume that Chris Jones is going to be this guy that could carry the defense. He's never, I mean, he, he was a dominant player before, but that's one season. Again, I understand why you wouldn't want to sign D. Ford to a long-term contract because of the injury history, but what is the next move? And I think we'll all be watching that. That is my guy, Pete Sweeney. He's the plaid prince from Arrowhead Pride. Pete, one more time, tell him what to check out on good old Arrowhead Pride. You can check out Arrowhead Pride, of course, at arrowheadpride.com. Follow us on Twitter and Instagram at Arrowhead Pride. My Twitter handle is PG Sweeney. I put some of my thoughts on there as well. And that's that's all you that's all it right there. That's my guy, Pete Sweeney from Arrowhead Pride for the breaking news of the day. The Chiefs have traded linebacker D4 to the San Francisco 49ers for a 2020 second round pick. Be listening more to 610 Sports Radio for the reaction and check out arrowheadpride.com. Go ahead and click the like button. Also subscribe for future content and comment below and let us know what you think as the Chiefs have moved on from D4. Thanks a lot for watching this video.